Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The breakfast brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Danka, Bharati Jagdish and Ryan Huang with you. Let's take a look at some headlines investors will be paying attention to today. Yeah, I mean, let's take a look first at Asian markets. We did see stocks jump for a third straight day on Wall Street yesterday. So there was a strong rally overall this week. But the impact on Asia, Ryan... Yeah, we are set up for a bit of a feel-good Friday. So overnight, we did get green on the screen for Wall Street. There was around factors like how we got reports that Russia has made payment for its $117 million coupon payments. Of course, uh, it's being uh, slapped with sanctions and that has been a bit of a technical hiccup for it in terms of being able to access its reserves, being able to pay in US dollars. So very few details on how it actually made payment, but it said it did. This finance minister said it managed to make payment, um, but it remains to be seen if creditors are able to receive it. So that is the catch. So there's Mm -hmm. no details on whether they paid in gold, in rubles, or some secret stash of US dollars under a mattress. So there (laughs) is very little detail to go on from there. But it seems to be enough to lift markets. Also helping market sentiment is what happened in Asia yesterday. Chinese stocks advancing for a second straight day. And that's after Beijing pledged to stabilize the financial markets. And that seemed to help markets across the region. The Hang Seng especially jumping 7% and mainland indices were all up between 1% and 3% on Thursday. You know, sometimes when two rivals in a classroom, they can't really get along, don't want to talk and things are getting worse, uh, one rival turns to a middle person and says, hey, talk to your friend. Lah. Like me, a mediator. Uh, of like a mediator, yeah. So that's what's going on with Joe Biden and Xi Jinping. Okay, so I'm not sure if we can call China a mediator in the pure sense of the word. But that's mm. what's uh, maybe happening because uh, US President Joe Biden is set to have a phone call with mm. Xi Jinping, call a friend for help. So he is expected to coax China into pressuring their BFF, Vladimir Putin, mm. to call off his war in Ukraine. So hopefully there's some progress on that front. And of course, um, there is a lot going on in Ukraine right now. So hope anything that can push a needle yeah, will be of course. helpful. Of course. Of course, this will be peppered with tension as well, this meeting, because no doubt the US has also been telling China, hey, you better not help them in this war. Mm. You should be helping them actually stop this war. But we are seeing chaos on several fronts because of Russia and Ukraine, aren't we? Yeah. There is some going on in the nickel trading market. Yeah, a bit of an indirect consequence because we've seen commodity prices spike up in the past few weeks and nickel is right at the centre of the conversation today because um, this past week, the London Metals Exchange has been trying to reopen, but for the second day in a row, it faced glitches. So it has what it calls a maximum trading limit for when prices go up or down too much. So it's supposed to stop there, but due to glitches, it did not happen. It did not stop at the trading limits. So that is uh, previously at 8%. It is now pushing it to 12%, but all in, it was a messy day of trading and traders are starting to lose confidence in the exchange. So you've got a lot of of traders um, thinking twice about getting exposure to nickel and they are trying to clear their holdings. So 
that is putting pressure on nickel prices. So it's downwards right now. Yesterday, down to the max, 8%. Uh, for the week, it's down over 12% and it's now resting around $42,000 for nickel prices. The BRJ is also meeting at 11 a.m. They're expected to hold the key rate steady, but there is a chance of economic assessment being downgraded. Uh, Stand by for more details as we go along. What is the number of the day, though? Today, Elliot, the number is seven. Ooh, why? Because James Bond just got bought by Amazon, right? Zero, yeah, zero, seven. Yeah, that seven. could be one reason. No? But I've got it down as seven for a different reason. So today is World Sleep Day. Yes, it is. Ah. World Sleep Day, guys. So the backdrop or background to World Sleep Day is it's a day to mark how no, people we don't need sleep to enough. sleep more. <laughs> Actually, it's organized by the World Sleep Committee of the World Sleep Society. So it's a serious thing and it's aimed to lessen the burden of sleep problems or anxiety. But, you know, making sure people can have the right sleep patterns by preventing anything like stress, disorders, and so on and so forth. No, it's an important thing because people overlook it sometimes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So why seven? Is that the number of hours you sleep every night? That I wish was the case. So it's the average number Mm. of hours for the average Singaporean. So going by studies... Actually, Singaporeans are among the, those of the latest bedtimes. Mm. They go to sleep at 11.45pm mm. on average. I'm not sure why. Maybe they are up working, watching their... Watching TV. TVs, uh, staring at their phones. La. <laughs> In bed, but staring at their phones. So, mm. various reasons, but according to studies, it's 11.45 and they wake up on average at 7.10. So, right. not us, of course. No, man. I got three hours last night. You know, seven is actually a good number um, at our if age. If you can. Yeah, seven, six, seven hours is actually quite good. Though, I think there's this stigma, right? Like, if you get, like, nine hours, there's nothing wrong there, but there's this stigma. Oh, you sleep so many hours, are you lazy? Yeah, mm. this is a sweet spot. You can't sleep too much as well, right? Yeah, yeah it's uh, the law of diminishing returns, you know? At certain at a certain point, it becomes mm. less effective. Mm-hmm. But yeah. remember, you sleep because you have to, not because you want to. Yeah, here's something interesting, right? In the older days, upon your studies, okay. people slept in two sessions four plus four hours that's a little bit like us right that's mm. a bit like us a yeah. nap in that's the afternoon like yeah. so according to some of the studies um, being done that's how people did it in the old days so slept for oh. four hours they woke up for a while stumbled around did some things <laughs> then they went back to a second session of sleep so okay. that's how it happened until we got into the industrialization age where it became a more norm social norm for people to have a solid stretch uninterrupted uninterrupted sleep because of the working patterns of factory production and then you got people starting to evangelize how that's supposed to be the way you should be teaching your kids to sleep so I think you're quite familiar with how some kids wake up in the middle of the night yes so that's children nap a lot um, studies because of how people used to sleep. They mm. woke up in the middle of the night anyways for a while and then went back to sleep. So that's according to some theories oh. at least. So, so who do we have to blame for all of this? The scourge. <laughs> the scourge of capitalism. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure which is better anyways. It could be you know, for the better anyway for these changes. Uh, so that's interesting. And also interesting is the number of hours of sleep. Some of the... I guess famous and oh. successful people get. Guess how many hours like, Donald Trump sleeps? Here. He's successful. Uh. <laughs> In his own ways. <laughs> I, think, I think not a lot. Not a Honestly, lot. Honestly, I never thought he right. got enough sleep. Yeah. So according to reports, he sleeps 
three hours from yeah. 1 a.m. to 4 a.m. And that's why you can see so many tweets oh. at very odd hours, even during his sleep times. Okay. Mm. And your favourite man, Elon Musk, how many does he get? Yeah, he gets six hours from 1 a.m. to 7 a.m. I think on a good day. I think he's up, actually. Um, so he's six hours alongside former US President Barack Obama and founder of Virgin Group, Richard Branson. So they have six hours. And Apple CEO Tim Cook is on seven hours alongside Bill Gates and co-founder of Twitter Jack Dorsey as well as an Amazon founder Jeff Bezos. Actually, you know, I, I know a lot of people, you said Donald Trump doesn't get a lot of sleep, but I know a lot of people who think Donald Trump has a lot of sleep. You know why? He's sleepwalking. Oh, he always he has bed hair. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.